Hello, everybody. Welcome to Arsenal X, the Xbox podcast here on Boss Rush Games. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Deergan. Alongside me, as always, is the wise Wisconsinite, Mr. Jesse Douglas. How's it going, everyone? Also joining us is the Colonel himself, Colonel Panic Joe Wilson. Hiya, hiya, hiya. In his new corner. My new corner. My new nook. Yeah. His old, <laughs> well, it's your old nook. You just turned your desk. Yeah. It literally, I'm in the exact same spot. I'm just <laughs> facing the other direction. <laughs> also chugging his beer because apparently this is going to be a, a long episode. <laughs> <laughs> the man with two ends, our lore archivist, Mr. Josh Finney. Hey, guys. You want to play some Gambit? <laughs> I still think every time I hear anything about the Drifter, I want to see like a board game, like an old board game where they're like, Mr. Drifter, mm. you're weird. Like these kids that like he like bursts into the house and he's like, hey, kids, want to play game? some gambit? <laughs> Here's a knife. <laughs> oh, I got some candy. I got some candy in my van. Oh God, dude! Speaking of candy, okay, this is a really bad segue. But speaking of candy, I need—I meant to run to the grocery store this morning to go buy discounted Halloween candy because all the good shit's gonna be gone tomorrow. Now yeah, I gotta go is. like right at opening tomorrow, six a.m. I'm going to Target. Wow, for candy. We're at Meyer. We're at Meyer. Halloween Rice Krispie treats. I mean, if you just have we're a kid and send them out trick or treating, you get candy for free. Well, I don't have yeah. children, so... Well, I do, and guess what? I took a nap while she went trick-or-treating yesterday. You still got candy. <laughs> I did. I, mean, I did. Have a kid, sleep, profit. There so you go. we yeah, didn't go trick-or-treating just oh. for a bunch of reasons, but we did, like, trick-or-treating here. We hid candy around the house and stuff like that. But we only bought the good candy, so mm-hmm. it's a win-win. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's yeah, that's kind See, of. See, we, we've we ever since Chelsea and I started living here, we've lived in an apartment complex. So every year, except for this year, I have bought candy to give to trick or treaters, and I have had at most like two kids ever come to my door. So I started only buying the really good shit in hopes that the word would spread that this apartment candy. But we always move right before Halloween, so I have to restart my efforts. Hmm. I didn't do it this year, so I don't have like three bags of all pink starburst right now i need to go to the store and buy copious amounts of the flavor reds so what's everyone's pick two favorite candies go um i would say uh cookies and cream twix and uh a nestle crunch bar Hmm. for me it's it's literally anything that's got peanut butter chocolate in it mm-hmm. like i have reese's peanut butter cups uh re, you know reese's pieces any of that kind of stuff reese's like pieces is, are really good the the like you actually want to know what my favorite probably is right now is mixes like the two best in my opinion things uh 
you know, Reese's peanut butter cups with uh, Snickers, those peanut butter Snickers. Oh, those are so good. Mm. Mm. Josh? Uh, Skittles and Starburst, man. Uh, you're a sweet guy. I, I am. I also really like Twizzlers, too. I'm not a Red Vines house. This is a Twizzlers home. Yeah. Mm. I uh, am a Twix and a classic Twix and the peanut butter pumpkins, Reese's peanut butter pumpkins. Specifically, the uh, yeah. pumpkins, the. I like the big, yeah, chunk of peanut butter. Uh, Chelsea, yeah, she she likes those, and she also likes the uh, the Reese's cups you can get now with the Reese's pieces inside of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those sounds like she likes, she likes those too. It, it is. It, it's a little extra, but you know, I'm not the one eating it, so I try not to judge. Mm-hmm. You know what would be my favorite candy if it wasn't for the fact that you never get them on Halloween. I don't think ever. Uh, peppermint patties, love peppermint patties, love a good PP. Oh, dude, oh, I've, handed yeah. out, I've, I've handed out Yorks. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I, I've done it before, because then kids don't come to your door and you get to keep Why? the candy What's yourself. wrong with what's wrong? Dude, with the pepper? word spreads. Pre, pre-adolescent children do not want it. <laughs> that guy's handing out fucking peppermint patties. Beware. Right? Mm. Dude, like, they should, I... They should make Yelps like, for trick-or-treating in your house. Dude, so there was a house on my aunt's street when I used to live at her house, and every Halloween they would hand that they had candy to the kids, and they would have hot cider for the kids too. Because I mean, that's like the first day it gets cold in Texas ever. Yeah. For us, fifty degrees is like, oh my god, the world is ending. But for the Must adults, nice. they would have they would have spiked apple cider. And let me tell you something, man. Hitting twenty one and knowing I could finally partake of the spiked cider without having to send an adult to get it for me and bring it back was just like, it was a rite of passage. Like that was bigger than going to my first bar. I think was getting to enjoy the house on the corner. That's so decorated for (laughs) Halloween. And I get to have the alcoholic cider with them. Mm. I've been making that myself lately as I got, I got the bottle of, uh, of bourbon when I, when we went to, uh, to uh, like the peninsula area of Wisconsin, it, it, it's like uh, they they're known for like cherries and all that stuff. They've got a lot of cherry stuff there, and like everything is cherries there. And uh, yeah, I got a bottle of bourbon, and I've been mixing that with apple cider, and it's really good. <laughs> wow! And like so, like by us, like with the whole like the Halloween stuff, like. Normally, a lot of people come in this area because we like, like, uh, maybe a block or so down from us is where like the people that like hand out all the uh, like full size candy bars and stuff like that. And we we didn't have this year. Like a lot of people did not hand stuff out, but like it, you know, like so, like at the last hours, a few hours of uh, of trick or treating here. When I was home, I I was dressed up as uh, Leatherface, so some of the kids didn't come because they seen that I was there. <laughs> I like I heard a couple of kids say, "I'm not going to that one." <laughs> wow. But but uh, yeah, we were handing out full size, and yeah, I mean, <clears throat> crazy. We still have a bunch of a bunch of stuff left. 
because we just we just didn't get a whole lot. Speaking of seasonal beverages, I promise I'll let us move on from this. <laughs> but a friend of mine just tweeted this out. And I feel like I have to bring this up to the chat. She, she tweeted out the eggnog section at the store, and it's completely filled. All right, there's all these different kinds. There's, there's shortbread, there's cinnamon, there's pumpkin, there's regular. Southern Comfort makes eggnog, apparently. And I just have to wonder if this is something that 16-year-old Josh somehow time traveled and brought to the future with him because this is the kind of stuff i would have drank like junior year of high school and that's not a good thing <laughs> that is the one and only time i think that we were like fuck yeah southern comfort it's time like no nobody thinks that when you can legally drink or when you're like within spitting distance of legally drinking, nobody's like, "Yeah, man, I want to, I want to do some shots of Southern Comfort tonight." Like, no, at that point, you might as well make like <laughs> backyard moonshine or something. Just saying. Have you, have Jack you guys Daniel ever showed to... me a better time than that. Have you guys ever listened to uh, the Dave Dave Attell's first album, The Skinks for the Memories? The the co comedian, oh. Like he does yeah, this great. Can everyone hear me? Shake a my great head joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He does. He does a great joke about uh, eggnog, where he's like, he's like, eggnog. He's like, I wanna, I wanna get a little drunk, but I also want some pancakes. Mm, I don't. I'm not an eggnog person. Like, well, I see. I, I'm not. It. I'm not a big nog drinker either. I love it, but it's like it's one of those things where it's only around the holiday. You know, obviously, I just don't I don't need it. You're in Wisconsin, though. Like, that's like somebody in Texas liking a good bourbon. Like, it's just in your blood. Well, like, I don't know. I, I, not, I'm pretty sure I would get dirty looks. Really even living? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm pretty sure I would get dirty looks around here. <laughs> rather... Alex, the Xbox podcast where we talk about eggnog and Halloween candy. That's all right. It's about to get even weirder. I'm going to read our, uh, before we get into the show, we, I, I figured we'd insert a couple, you know, listener things in the beginning of the show, you know? Yeah. I, mm -hmm. And the first one is a killer, guys. The first let's one. Let's do it. Greg Osterman third. Love this guy. Writes in a lot, you know, contributes to the community. Appreciate this man. However, he says, hey, guys, an interesting question for you, since sandwiches seem to be your thing on Tower Casuals. This is not Tower Casuals. Mm -hmm. But if you like Destiny, you can listen to Tower Casuals. Every Thursday night. Yeah. Live, live on Twitch.tv. Yeah. Uh, he says, is a Pop-Tart a breakfast ravioli? I, I don't know. I, I mean, our, like, okay, yeah, okay. I mean, so, hold on. A I'm, ravioli... I'm going to break this down. I'm going to break this down for y'all. Regular Pop-Tarts or Toaster Tarts, as the generic name is at Walmart. Toaster Insert grocery store name. Yes, they are literally called Toaster Tarts and Toaster Treats. I promise you. Go to Aldi and, and that's what they're called. I love those Aldi, are not breakfast Those are not breakfast raviolis because you cannot have multiples. You can have two of those and then you're like, all right, that's enough sugar for like a decade. No, no. <laughs> what you have to do, what you have to do. You have to go. You have to go to your breakfast aisle, my friends. You have to get the pop tarts bites that come in the bags. You get six mm -hmm. individual pieces. That is a breakfast ravioli, my friends. That is yeah. in fact a dry breakfast ravioli. You get some milk. Maybe you spread a little bit of jam on them. You di you dip them in sauce. I don't care. Do your thing. 
It is a breakfast ravioli. You can put sauce on it. It tastes great with a beverage. It's fantastic. So would would Pop-tarts regular Pop-Tarts would, are, are raviolis. So would regular Pop-Tarts then be breakfast manicotis? It, 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 I, I like to think of it more like it's like breakfast, breakfast eggplant parmesan or something. Okay, like it's just this big slab there. Okay, like you're really gonna enjoy it, but you gotta have the sides to go with it. But you don't want any sides after you've had that. It just doesn't work. No, breakfast raviolis, pop tarts, bites from Kellogg's. Find them in the cereal aisle. Hmm. I love pop tarts, but I've always I've always been a toaster strudels guy. <laughs> I after all that I I need you to repeat the question so I can answer it. You need me to repeat the question? Yep. Yes, please. Okay. Sorry, I had to change some microphone settings because apparently you guys are hearing me through my webcam and not my microphone. So, uh, the question is. Oh, that's the wrong duck. Question is, is a Pop-Tart a breakfast ravioli? No. <laughs> I'm so glad we had to circle back to reread the question. I just it's worth it. Look, no. if we if we if we get questions like this before every show, I don't know. I I'm, I don't know. I'd love it. I don't know what's going to happen. I want I want I want a million questions. Like I'm this. fine with a daily show, like moment of Zen esque type question. Send them in. I'll answer it. I'll say yeah. yes or no to something. Probably going to be a no. We, we'll just call it <laughs> what we are going to call our uh, show about about uh, about movies. Just call it real talk. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's like this is a real give life. It, stuff. Give it five bags of popcorn. Real. That's give a good ten <laughs> bags of popcorn. That's a good. That's a good thing, though. That's a good name. Mm-hmm. Somebody out there can have it. Someone so, out there has it. Yeah, I have it on our old channel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did like twenty-five episodes of it. So, uh, yeah. All right, I'm going to read a couple more things from some people who wrote into us with uh, some nice, some nice things to say. <laughs> Wes Le- Wesley Spielman. Spielman? Spielman says, uh, hey guys, just wanted to reach out with my own feedback. You guys are incredibly consistent, funny, and make all the information less information-y. Cool. That's our goal. It's <laughs> a good word. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the incredible show. Been listening since about 105 and is now a mainstay of my weekly listens. I only wish you had your own channel because I think uh, the group channel you're with is is too full uh well guys guys we're going to talk about that after the, our next time. comment next comment so uh my uh mika micah branch micah you think it's micah mike micah i'm gonna say mika mika but uh i also am bad with names mm-hmm. yeah I'm... i i am also white so. I'm white and I live in a basement <laughs> practically. I mean, short uh, of my mom moving in with me, it can't get worse. Mm-hmm. Micah Branch says, "Hey, dudes, been a listener since episode 100, and thought I'd say this. I love the show. The longer show would be nice, but I have a thing for longer podcasts since I work a uh, night shift in a warehouse. 
Uh, you are incredibly consistent, knowledgeable, and fun. I wish Arsenal X had its own set of content away from the Boss Rush channel, but I get why you do it. Also, more audience inclusion. Um, well, we got a lot of audience inclusion today. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, thanks for the feedback. Any thoughts on this feedback stuff? guys? Thank you for listening. I'm, we yeah. like you guys. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like it, it's... It, like, I love this kind of stuff. I love getting questions. I love getting, you know, stuff that we can kind of bounce ideas off of, you know, like, because chances are you message us and, and you know, we're going to talk about things that maybe you, you know, specifically you want either want to know more about or just, you know, are curious about as far as, you know, how we feel about things or whatever it's. You know, it's always a it's always a good time when we get some questions. Yeah, like I I love that part. I love just kind of being thrown something to just kind of get the mind going, thinking of you know things. Because some of my favorite times of doing shows is like when we just went off on these tangents of like, you know, like ideas of either Halloween games candy. that we, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Halloween candy and you know. Uh, drinks that we want to have during the holidays <laughs> but um, like just you know like in the past like when we've talked about games like just coming up with game ideas or or just you know weird things where we just kind of just think of odd weird things you know like my ongoing joke of uh of the the new the new um what is it the paperboy game but <laughs> with kid icarus <laughs> <laughs> Ed hates that I joke. Always, I would always bring it up just to get Ed. <laughs> Ed hates that joke, by the way. Uh, sorry, I was distracted by Josh's friend on his couch. Uh, my my cat decided he needed to be right here. Yeah, well, that's, so, that's fair. And then he promptly went away when I turned away from him. So <laughs> he's a jerk. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. He, he's enjoying the last night that the couch will be in this room, so. Hmm. Uh, but to the point of they wish we were moving away from the Boss Rush channel, uh, this announcement's going to be across the, on all the shows across the board. We're uh, actually splitting the shows uh, across the board to their own channels uh, just to give the people who run those teams some creative freedoms and uh honestly i think it's going to take a little bit of less stress off of my back too uh i know we've had conversations after shows a couple times uh but yeah uh we're we're actually moving to our own channel our own honestly our own twitch channel our own youtube channel and uh i think it's going to allow the people who run the different teams to uh have their own creative ways with those channels without being hidden or feel like they're being hindered by the other content on the channel. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Arsenal X and tower casuals are moving to that as well. Uh, yeah, we're, I mean, we're still going to be under the boss rush umbrella, but it's just, uh, yeah, you know, that that's kind yeah, of, everything uh, will still be like all you can go to our website and find yeah. everything there, but it will just be like, yeah, like, yeah, the website's going to be the be the hub for everything. If you want to see everything, mm-hmm. and then you can kind of pick and choose where you want to watch, what you want to watch, who you want to watch. So, mm-hmm. 
pretty excited about that, guys. Ooh, I'm not yes. gonna lie. Yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah, I, uh, I've been making thumbnails and moving <laughs> episodes over all day. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so Arsenal X is gonna start with 101, episode 101 on the YouTube channel, uh, and then all the tower casuals are moving because there's not really that. I mean, there's a lot of episodes, but there's not like 117, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So it's it's pretty exciting. I'm excited, very excited. Mm-hmm. Me too. It's gonna be gonna be a nice little change. I feel like. Yeah. Um, so, but anyways, we're gonna get into the meat of this show. Thank you guys for your feedback, writing in. Uh, we want more. Mm-hmm. We want it all. Mm-hmm. We yeah. want it all. I want it all. No. Okay. <laughs> Nothing at all. <laughs> That's the way I went. Uh, also, uh, before we get into the housekeeping, we are planning on doing something really unique for episode 117, Halo related, on November the 17th. So, wait. Mm. No, November 7th, right? November 7th. 7th, yeah. 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 yes. 11-7. Wow. You're a mess. 11-7, yes. Yeah. So that's next Saturday, not Sunday. We will be live doing some Halo stuff. Because uh, I'm sure it's not going to be a very heavy news week since the consoles come out next week, right? And uh, right? Um, Josh, do not, so do not do this to me, Josh. I Do uh, not do this. There are rumors through the grapevine that we're getting something announced on the 6th of November, but I don't know how credible that is. <sighs> um, and then Microsoft is swearing to God that they're not announcing anything on the 10th during their live stream. But, I mean, that also sounds like a dirty lie. So, who knows? Yeah, I, I mean... We're, we're a week out from consoles. I fully expect there to be something in the next nine days. It's fair. Well, I I would I still think that on the seventeenth of of next, you know, of uh, January, that they probably Halo is going to be coming out then. I I, I have a feeling that there that's a possibility that we could be getting it sooner than we think. I don't think. I don't either. I. Yeah, I I digress. Um, I don't know if it's one of our topics later on uh, with the whole Chris Lee thing. Uh, But if this game comes out before mid-April, I'll be shocked at this point. Um, I think that's absolutely the earliest it's going to happen. Even though he did step down back in August, they said, still, to lose your game director is a huge deal. I Mm -hmm. think that that was a... It it needed to happen. I don't think that's as big of a deal as what... I think everyone like is making this whole like thing about being like it's do it, they keep losing people and it's like no like I I mean they they are but I don't I, anyway we don't have to talk about it but I don't think it's I don't I'm not as worried about it I don't think as most people are yeah, yeah well and I think I think the thing is is you can't like when it comes to game development I I feel like certain certain you know groups and stuff I don't think you can put as much. Um, on one person, you know, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, yes and no, but like, I feel like with certain things, there's, there's more, there's, yeah, there is one person that's like the head of like 
the story and stuff like that, but they're not the only person that's contributing to that that section of the game. Like I, I feel like they're... there's a lot of people who kind of, you know, have a good idea of the, how they want things to go, and and if a person's gone, they can still progress. You know, move forward with they. They can. The whole thing with Chris leaving is that. That caused them to bring in Joseph Staten, and I'm forgetting his name right now, but the person who essentially saved Master Chief Collection's multiplayer fiasco. Um, mm-hmm. He was put in charge of the multiplayer. Staten was put in charge of the single-player campaign. You don't bring in a guy like Joe Staten, who was so heavily invested in all the Halo games up until Reach, unless... Mm-hmm your story is in trouble unless you need to fix that narrative. So like maybe it's something as simple as like the ending just wasn't working or there was a bigger issue. We don't really know. Mm-hmm. Chris Lee getting removed as not just as the director, but he's been removed as the co-head. He was the co-studio head with Bonnie Ross of 343. That's mm-hmm. that to me is the bigger symbol is they didn't just remove him from the game. They flat out removed him from the entire studio. But he is still at Microsoft, so the rumor is right now, I believe, that he may be headed to the initiative to work under uh, Daryl Gallagher. But we, mm-hmm. I mean, we just don't know. They're they're not going to talk about yeah. that. They're, they're just yeah. not. Yeah, that's, that, I mean, they, like, yeah, that's probably something that they, you know, like, I, I do feel like with their kind of trying to be transparent stuff, it will mm-hmm. come up but just not anytime soon. You know, like when they've got a project, something to actually talk about, then we'll kind of have, you know, know more about that is my guess. They're being transparent, but they're being transparent in the most vague ways. And like, that's the annoying part. Like, again, I don't, I don't want to dwell on Halo. We should save this all for next week. But like they, like they, they'll be like, hey, we're gonna do this, and then the the community runs wild with speculation and takes mm-hmm. it into such a <laughs> negative place, and then yeah. they just stay silent, and then it's just like, well, you should you should probably say something. Yeah, yeah. But, well, and I, yeah, yeah. We and like you said, we could talk more about it. Oh, we're but, next yeah, week's it's... all about Halo. So, <laughs> next week, uh, I'll save. I'll save, yeah. I'll save my remaining thoughts then. Let's all I write them down. down. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Captain's log. Yeah. Save it. Right. <laughs> uh, so this is Arsenal X, the Xbox show here on Bosch Games. Every week we come together with our friends from around the internet to talk about the latest news, rumors, games, and more within the world of Xbox. You can catch us live on Sunday nights on twitch.tv slash Arsenal X podcast. Huh? Huh? Hmm? Hmm? At 9 p.m. Eastern time, <laughs> although we're trying to move that up because people are requesting longer shows, so I think we're going to try to start a little bit earlier. Uh, to join the conversation, if you can't join us live, no big deal. You can head on over to YouTube uh, to check out our show as long, as well as podcast services everywhere Tuesday mornings. Remember to like, subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you consume our show. And you can catch all of our content and family of shows on BossRushGames.com. I gotta fix the housekeeping, guys, because it's uh, it's gonna be different next week. So, uh, we are giving away six months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate uh, on November eighth, which is uh, well, actually the seventh now. So you have a day, you have less than a you know a week to get that in now. Uh, give your new console over one hundred plus quality games on launch day, as said by Microsoft, by entering our contest. The rules are simple. Follow us on Twitter, reply with a screenshot of where you listen to us, 
Retweet and tag two friends. Uh, cutoff for entries will be November 7th at 8 p.m. Eastern time. So good luck, everybody. Um, yeah. So uh, shipping updates. Everybody got a shipping update? Everybody got still? I do have updates. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Uh, in <laughs> fact, it literally it just happened when we were talking about Halo. Um when I realized we were going to talk about next-gen console watch, and I checked the Amazon app, and it is updated to be guaranteed to be arriving on November 10th now. There has been no movement since late September, and I'm just sitting here watching people tweet and post on Reddit about, I got the confirmation, my card got charged, my card got charged. Like, my card hasn't been charged, but I do have an arrival date now, which is more than I had this morning when I woke up. So I will have a Series X at some point that day. Nice. I don't know. Corey's got my info. Here, let me... Uh, <laughs> hold on, Jesse. Let me check. Let me check. Um, hmm. There's some some things there. Not mine. Not Just mine. Like, with my situation, it's going to be a little weird since he ordered it from from Ohio and it's having, you know, changed the address and having it sent. Hmm. To me, like I like, there's some weirdness, you know. Like I could see some issues with or weirdness happen with it, but hmm. I don't care as long as I get one. Period. <laughs> it just says uh, we will email you when we have an estimated delivery date on Amazon. Yeah. So something that I've noted that um, there was a person who's like a warehouse manager at Amazon who was talking about this in a Reddit thread. He says your shipping date only gets updated when your actual console has arrived at the warehouse and they scan it into the system. Um, okay. When they scan the systems in individually, they get assigned to an order. Um, so they have to arrive at your specific distribution center. So like for me, like I live three miles from like eight, no joke, eight Amazon warehouses all in a row by DFW airport. So <laughs> mine finally arrived, but that doesn't mean mine's going to be on a truck first thing that morning since yeah. I live so close. Yeah. Now my fingers are crossed that it'll be here right away since I'm so close, but we'll see. <clears throat> I'm I, at this point, I'm much more concerned about my Microsoft store order. Yeah, uh, I'm just I just hope I get mine within like the first week. <laughs> Honestly, I my. I want a shipment confirmation because of at least one of these consoles, so I can feel secure going and selling my One S and the Halo Five Xbox this weekend. That's the plan on Saturday is to go sell those off to get the last bit of trade in value I possibly can. But. Mm. Mine and... is still the exact same thing. Doesn't say canceled or delayed. Still showing that the 10th is the date I can pick it up. But every time, and I do this every day, every time I go in and check that order, I like am in such terror of mm -hmm. the giant cancel button on the top right that I'm going to accidentally go to close the window yep. and hit the cancel yep. button, yep. and then my heart's going to leap out of its chest. <laughs> I, I, will, I simply won't do it on mobile anymore because I'm so afraid. Oh, <laughs> can't do it. It's like a giant red cancel button being like, can I just remove the button? I'm not canceling it. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, I, my, I think my target pre-order has said it will arrive somewhere between the 10th and the 15th now. So instead of the 11th and the 16th, so... We're getting one. That's that's the important yeah. part. I did go into Target uh, this weekend, and I found one of the 
you can't see it. One of the new Master Chief action figures. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. Uh, and it's really cool. It's very articulate. It's not the best casting that I've ever seen, but it's one of the $20 ones. It's like the six and a half inch ones. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm surprised. There's a lot of movement to it. Very excited. Redeemed a code for it. There's codes inside for something. I'm assuming one of those fancy armor coatings that everyone's so excited <laughs> about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody loves them armor coatings. It's a great idea. Everyone's happy. Everyone's always happy all the time on the internet. About everything. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Oh, and I got a, uh, I did order, I canceled my Amazon order. I got one of the expansion cards while Target had the extra 10% off. Yeah. Used the red card, got another five, and Target sent me for my birthday another 5%, so I used that as well. Ooh. Got it for under 200 bucks. Nice. That's a good very grab. Nice. Very nice. Proud of you. Woo. Look at you being a thrifty. You... So thrifty. Speaking of speaking of uh, you know getting getting extra cash for from things. Do you do you guys uh, do the whole uh, like the game pass stuff to try to get points and all that? The to yeah, the rewards thing. Yeah, I the rewards stuff. Though. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've been suffering well, with Bing as my main search engine for about three years now, but I get about $25 in Microsoft points every couple months, so I can't complain. Okay, well, so so now, like, there's a new thing now that you can do uh, that they added for that where um, you can opt in to have it where every, every month, the beginning of the month, it will automatically trade in points to get a $10 gift card. Uh, for you know, for your Xbox, so then you'll just get ten bucks on your Xbox account, and and if you do it, if you opt into that, it actually is cheaper to do it that way. Then, so then you can guarantee that you get a ten dollars, but but spending less points to do it than just trading it in whenever you want to, which is kind of nice that I actually set up for because I have like twenty five over twenty five thousand points right now. On my on my account. Nice. <laughs> how much does how much does it deduct for ten? Uh, for ten, it's I want to say with the specialty with the specialty thing, I think it was like eight hundred and fifty points for for a ten dollar gift card or something like that instead of the nine hundred something that it costs hmm. normally. Huh. I I for, I forget how hmm. much exactly you were you were saving in points by doing it, but. Oh, I just you, know it, it was a decent amount, whereas, if, like, you know, hey. If you want to full-on and continue to, I don't want to say scam the system, but you also earn points if you make the purchase through, like, the, the web portal online, so if you yeah. buy a game. So what yeah. I will do is I use, um, what's the, I use one of, it's not CD keys, I use a, uh, a different one. Uh, let, me, let me look it up real quick so they get uh, ga- game flip. You guys ever heard of game flip? No. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's it's exactly like CD keys, but it's like a peer to peer thing. So there's people all the time selling Xbox Live gift cards for usually yeah. ten to fifteen percent lower. So I will go when I see a good deal, and I also always have promo codes, and they are always given like two dollars off. Like it's pretty consistent. I yeah. will go top up like on those things, add them to my account. And then I will then use that discount on top of 
than getting like the points and then getting the points mm-hmm. on it. So I always have usually fifty to a hundred dollars like in my Microsoft account ready to buy stuff. It's nice. You can run a pretty good racket. I would say consistently you can get probably close to twenty percent off if you really work at it of mm-hmm. all the purchases that you make. But well, it, in a lot of a lot, a lot of the your head. <laughs> yeah, well, in a lot of the new games, like uh, like I got a bunch of points for buying um, uh, Watchdogs, um, and yeah, like all the new games. Usually, whenever a new game comes out, you got to look on on your uh, rewards thing because it will say, like, um, you know, you activate the the punch card, and then if you buy that game, it will give you like four thousand five hundred points. Just for buying that game, you know, through the Microsoft um, store, and and I mean, uh, you know, like it's it's like you're all you're going to buy that anyways, and now they're giving you a bunch of points that are essentially almost a five dollar gift card. So now you've got five dollars back basically on your purchase, and you know, some of them are even more points than that. Um, and some of them will be like I think right now you can get like two thousand points or something like that if you did buy Watchdogs, uh, you can get like a like a two thousand points for just getting an achievement in that game as well, you know, Ooh. and things like that. It's like it's like there's so many ways on there to to just like rack up points to trade in for for legit mo- you know Xbox money. Also, it's, like playing I, games like, that I are on Game Pass, it. I think you get points yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I mean, I get points for playing Destiny because it's on Game Pass, even though I own same. it. Same. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, yeah, the same with uh, Halo Master Chief Collection. Mm-hmm. Like, every time I load into that game, it's like, hey, go redeem your points. And it's like, okay. Yep. Sure. And then if you get an achievement in there, every mo- every week they have that 50, 50 points for getting an, any achievement in any game on Game Pass. Or that might even be a daily. I think that might even be a daily one. I'm not sure, but yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's so easy if you if you pay attention to that. It's easy to just get tons of points to get free free money. Yeah. If your name isn't Daddy Warbucks and you're paying for your own games, I would recommend signing yeah, up. For especially the if you, you, you hear that Game Pass, so. Gary. You hear that? Yeah, Game Pass. Gary. You'll get your game. Go get your games cheaper. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 awesome. Like uh, it's and like I've like another thing too that's been uh, getting me a lot of points is um I, I at some point here like I honestly want to just either like rip all of my movies that I own to a hard drive and just <laughs> just get rid of my you know like hundreds of of dvds and stuff that i have and and i've just been buying a lot of movies honestly that i already own on disc i've just been buying them digitally on on xbox because in the movies anywhere app you can basically watch all the a lot of that stuff i can just watch from any anywhere but um and like because almost every month they have a thing where it's like buy three you know three movies for 40 or three movies for four five dollars or less and you get you know three thousand points <laughs> and it's like okay well i'm there's a lot of this stuff i want to get anyways so i'm just getting points for basically doing stuff that i 
you know, I've been wanting to kind of do anyways. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, before we get into our topics, anybody playing anything interesting? Jesse, you said you're playing Watch Dogs. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm really enjoying that game a lot. Like I it there so like what the thing that really really excites me or like makes this game entertaining for me and enjoyable is just so like you know, like the whole I you can recruit anyone kind of thing. Like, you know, that's like it sounds cool and and whatnot, but like I like that. I actually like the idea of how they kind of did it, where, like, when you take your phone and you kind not really hack someone, but you kind of, you know, look up their information and it tells you, like, you know, like next to them there'll be a thumbs down and it'll say, you know, like they they dislike, you know, dead sex. So, so if someone's got a thumbs down at that time you really can't recruit them because you know you've got a you like the whole game almost feels like what as you're going through doing stuff you're kind of trying to prove prove yourself to people and, and get get people to respect you so then you can eventually you know certain people who don't like dead sec prove to them that yeah you're not the bad guys you know that that the media and everything is kind of out to to uh get you for whatever because like without spoiling anything it's it's kind of the you know like they've talked about it a bit but it's like basically like everyone hates dead sec for the most part right in the beginning because they think you did something uh that you didn't um and so you're kind of having to basically prove to the world that you know like that you didn't do this and and so but what's really neat though is like so every person that you meet that you see on the street like they said you literally can try to recruit them and basically every single person that you add to the uh to your you know recruit list or people that you want to recruit will essentially if they if they're you know willing to um, join would be willing to join if asked or or don't hate dead sec it will you know it will say you know like that you've got a mission for this person so so essentially every single person that you walk past in the game is a mission <laughs> like that you can add to, you know add to your to your missions you know log of because every person has like some some particular thing that that you have to do to uh, kind of you know get their attention and you know g- give them the chance to to join you know like there's something you you do for them to help them out and they'll they'll be willing to join DeadSec. So that, like it's it's is that overwhelming cool. though? Like it just seems like a lot. Like that just seems like a, a um, ton of like. <sighs> Well, okay, so like the you know like I'm not super super far into it, but l- like what I've been doing for right now and and kind of I think how it's meant to be played is yeah like there you can like recruit everyone and like I said there are a lot of people that do not like you so I mean there's a lot of people that just it's not even worth 
bothering trying to to recruit them in mm. the beginning. Um, but but what you kind of want to do though is like certain people have like you know like certain uh, specialties and things like that, and because in the beginning you're kind of starting off with no one. Um, you know, there's going to be people that you're going to maybe want to try to recruit, uh, or, you know, people who can do certain things that you're kind of going to want to recruit in the beginning. And there's going to just be a lot of people that it's like, okay, I'm, you know, like, I'm not really, I don't really care about this perk right now. This isn't really going to help me out, um, to, you know, get to a place where I, I can, uh, you know, have a strong team. And so, like, a lot of it is really almost like spec building, like, a, you know, like a, in some games where you would build a character, you know, like Destiny, like, if you want a character that's, you know, good for a certain part of doing a raid or whatever, like, you want to build them for that. I, I kind of look at it that way, is like, you know, what what kind of people do I want? that will be strong at a certain thing for right now because I'm kind of weak, you know, as a group and I don't really have a whole lot of, uh, you know, abilities right now. Like what, what kind of things am I going to want now? And what kind of things can I just be like, okay, whatever, you know, I can, I can maybe recruit someone like that later. Um, so, I mean, if you literally, you know, were to just start, asking every single person that you that you find you know what if they want to be recruited i could see it being overwhelming but um you know like you can add people that aren't that don't like dead suck at the time if those are people that you kind of want would like to have down the line later um and like i said i think over time as you do more and more good things and all that uh, more and more people will respect you again. Um, and so some of those people then will be able to be recruited down, you know, later on in the story. Um, but, but yeah, like I, they, they kind of went really, really hard on the, uh, the um, hacking stuff in this one. Like, you know, like in the the last couple of games, those games got really fun. Like once you started unlocking of hacking abilities, and with this game, a lot of the the like useful fun uh, hacking abilities, you kind of start out already kind of having the ability to do um, the the thing that you kind of you, you know, like there's still better abilities that you're going to unlock, you know, down the line as you progress. But I think they have a really, really good, um, you know, like position of, of what you can do in the beginning of this game that, that makes it, you know, interesting and, and fun right off the bat and not feel like you're like underwhelmingly powered, you know, or have, like no abilities at all to do anything like i i felt like that earlier in the the first two games at one point where it was just kind of almost boring and you had to really really play the game to actually get to the fun parts yeah whereas with this it it feels it feels like they they have a good starting point so yeah um Um, i like i like the interactions with the characters and stuff too so i mean a lot of that stuff's been good 
does the story like because you don't really have like one central character you're playing like as a team that you recruit is the story kind of like does it kind of falter that way because i feel like the thing that everybody liked Uh about two was the story and those characters um oh you know like the thing is, is i'm not super far into it but but the what you know like what the whole story setup is i could i kind of feel like what the story kind of setup is is it doesn't really matter um a particular like character as far as like on dead sex side cuz like it it almost feels like it's more about like i don't like i don't know if anyone has ever seen the movie the warriors uh like like honestly this is like a like a modern day version of the warriors movie like that's that's what this game basically is everyone thinks that you did something uh bad and so everyone out is kind of out to get you who doesn't trust you and the whole thing the whole story is basically trying to survive and and um prove who the real culprits were you know by using your abilities and so like you know honestly like you're recruiting people trying to help you um basically prove prove that you're innocent so like in that in that sense i don't feel like like not having one particular character that like starts off as being like the main protagonist and and or the main you know like the main good guy or whatever Mm -hmm. i don't really think it hurts it from you know what i've seen so far now like as I go along and uh, have more, you know, get more into the story stuff, maybe. But I think what also helps is like, you know, like honestly, the main stay character that's been right now is the AI uh, that you interact with. Like your computer uh, is kind of like, you know, like he's the hub character. He's the one that you're going to to, you know, find out what you need to do and and you know get updates on you know where what's what's happening in the world and what you need you know like where you need to progress to 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 make changes or make differences and and things like that so um you know it's almost like cortana is for halo you know like like she like she's the the thing that kind of gives you know master chief you know his next mission almost yeah um that's kind of that's kind of what it's like uh in the game right now you know again i'm i'm only like maybe an hour and a half or so or two hours in the game so but can you romance yeah the AI? I mean, I... <laughs> <laughs> um well i mean can you flirt with you, it you want to call like if you want to call like taking over, take <laughs> being able to control it. <laughs> ah, so she no, likes I, a dominant yeah, personality. I, Got it. <laughs> I one of the funny things that I did uh, when I was playing earlier today is like you. So there's like these uh, these drones similar to like the ones that Amazon was saying they were gonna start getting, where they just deliver packages to people and stuff like that. And so there's like a bunch of them flying around and my character that I have, uh, my first character I started off with, he can uh, 
hack drones and stuff like that. And so I was just hacking one of these big, massive, bulky uh, package delivering drones, and I just just started running into the the enemies, <laughs> just like knocking them over, and you can just plow into them, and they go flying down on the ground and just keep on smashing into them until they're dead. <laughs> wow. It's just like, dude, this is weird. But yeah, like there's, it's, it's filled with all kinds of just crazy fun like that, that you could do. Like, and I, you know, I just got started. I, at one point I crashed a boat into an explosive barrel that was by an area too. Like, cause you can hack a boat and, or, you know, any vehicle in this game and just make it, you know, like make it go forward or make it go backwards or make it go left, turn left or right and all those kinds of things. And you can do a lot of that right off the bat, which those were abilities in the last two games that you didn't get until like basically the end of the game. So, so like I, I was glad that you could have those kind of ability, hacking abilities right away. For me, those were the fun. Those were the fun abilities that you couldn't wait to get in the last two games. So, yeah, yeah. I'm. I. I honestly, I've I've been enjoying it. I mean, yeah, like it. There, you know, like the main core of the game isn't anything like new, you know, compared to the the first two games, but, but like the whole recruiting stuff definitely is fun and i do like that it's like essentially almost every person is uh, a side mission that you can choose to you know take on or not. yeah uh is that is that all you've been p- playing jesse um i i kind of play i've played a couple other games the only other one that i can think of right now is the uh the nine monkeys of sh- uh sh- Shinobi, I think it's called, or Sh- yeah, Shaolin or something like that. Um, that that was that that one of those games that came out during the uh, those summer demo time where they had a whole bunch of uh, game demos that we could play, um, you know, on Xbox or whatever. Uh-huh. That was one of those that came out during that time, and I did try it during then, and I it, I like it. It's you know it's a beat 'em up game, but it's also uh, it's almost like if you were to mix like Soul Calibur, like the fighting kind of style of like a Soul Calibur game, but in a side-scrolling beat 'em up. You know, like yeah. you can do combos and you unlock different, you know, combos and unlock different abilities and and um, stuff like that. I'm really enjoying that game too, and I think it was only like. 20 bucks or 30 bucks something like that cool um yeah i've I've been enjoying that a lot so cool uh joe you playing anything the usual ranking up in destiny getting ready for beyond light yeah halo 5 so i can keep some semblance of skills in that game and it's not pretty i took like a few months off and i jumped back in it was like this is horrendous and uh (laughs) Call of Duty. I'm playing Warzone. I play Warzone way more than a normal person should, but I've like <laughs> like perfected a loadout that I'm very comfortable with, and uh, I like it. 
I still like Warzone. It's a free game. It's kind of crazy. Just I played that game when it first came out. It was like, this is garbage. If I wanted to play PUBG, I'd play PUBG. And now it's great. Like, it's a good game. <laughs> nice. Nice. Do you win? Have you won? Do you win? Do I win? I, I, so I would say that now I constantly place within, like, top ten. Um, but usually we try to get one or two wins a week. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Josh Finney. Uh, I mean, same here. Just the usual. Uh, Destiny played a little bit of Master Chief Collection this week for the first time in almost a year. And uh, I love that the classic Tim Schafer games have come to Game Pass. So I fired up Grim Fandango this mm. afternoon and was playing it. I forgot how just obnoxiously funny that game is. So <laughs> uh, really, really enjoying that. I like the classic LucasArts titles. Um, and I'm going to be finishing Gears 4 tomorrow. So nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. There's so many good games recently came to Game Pass uh, that I still need to go go through and pick some out of which ones I want to try to try to play because I didn't get a chance to play any of those games. You know, like yeah. the originals. I, I I've you know known about them, but yeah, I want to I wanted to go and give them a try. So. Nice, nice. Uh, for me, I play. I mean, it's the usual, pretty much destiny and halo and and have played some gears this week uh but i did play a little bit of doom eternal and let me tell you after playing slow games like halo and mm-hmm. destiny moving to that pace is extremely <laughs> difficult to the point where like i had to find myself i had to, i found myself stopping to turn to shoot someone because i was moving too fast and i yes. was like I don't know if I like this. I'm not in the right mindset to play this yet because of Destiny and Halo. So uh, maybe when I'm tired of those games, I will go back to it. But right now, I'm just like, this moves way too fast. It moves even faster than like something like Call of Duty also. Like, it's just... Way faster. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it's like even, it's... I would I would say it's even faster than the first one. Yeah. Like, I... It's it's just so much like yeah they've they've based that game around like just constantly moving and constantly having to be doing something yeah you know you like, have to be doing a constant string of combos so that you're getting ammo health and abilities and you have to change what you're doing with every you can't do like the same thing twice. You might be able to get like twice in a row, but you can't do the same action three times in a row because mm-hmm. then you will lose your chain and then you're like sitting there for a second and that's long enough for you to die. It is, it's like you have to play that game. You have to play that game from beginning to end and then you can play something else, but you cannot take a break from it. Yeah. It's, you lose it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of rough. I'm not going to lie to you. It's been yeah. a, so I'm just, I, I'm going to wait until I'm like, spent on destiny stuff and uh maybe go back so um but other than that i've been i've just been playing some destiny i've been playing with the idea of going back to play the red war campaign this week just to yeah you literally have like five or six days to do i know well look it's it's easy now that i'm only doing two shows so um (laughs) i'm gonna i think i'm gonna do that this week and uh See where that goes. 
but that's that's kind of all I've been playing. Nothing too deep to talk about. Like Jesse is actually playing a new game, unlike the rest of us mm-hmm. turds. I'm waiting on any new game. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm kind of there too. I'm just kind of like, there's if I'm not playing Destiny, I'm just like not playing my Xbox. To be honest yeah. with you, even even older games, I'm just like I don't want to play anything. Having seen how the older games run on next gen, I'm just like, eh, I can wait. I can take a break from games for a little bit because yeah. once Destiny hits, once all those launch titles start hitting, and we get into December with Cyberpunk, like that's that's it. I'm gonna be so consumed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, speaking of speaking of like. You know, now, like, with, you know, knowing certain games, like, you know, like, Watch Dogs will have, uh, you know, a version for Series X. Like, as I'm playing, I find myself like, okay, well, this part, this is probably going to be, you know, a little bit different. Like, uh, like when you go into your, uh, your, like, your main hideout in the game, it, it, does a loading screen because there's an elevator that brings you down and i'm like oh, i'm i'm pretty sure this part where it's like loading screen is probably not going to exist it's going to just be like you getting into the elevator and then up and then arriving into the the main uh hub you know air room that you have so things like that i'm like uh, i'm guessing you know like this loading screen probably not going to exist because you know, for a loading screen on a regular on on an Xbox One X, it, it's a fairly uh, fast loading uh, screen. So I I would imagine that one just would not exist, you know, at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So I, I've been finding myself like thinking, you know, like I wonder, you know, will this be different? Will that be different? Um, things like that. So yeah. Yeah, which. Yeah, can't wait. Can't wait. We got smart delivery, so yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Apparently, Watch Dogs Legion looks amazing on next gen. So, uh. I, I mean, <laughs> I, it it looks really good, you know, on on this console. So, speaking of smart delivery, that's our first topic tonight, gentlemen. There's uh, thanks, thanks, Joe, thanks for thanks for setting me up for that clean transition. As I bunt it <laughs> instead of hit a homer, uh, so there's some there's some weird things going on with third parties that aren't participating in smart delivery, in particularly uh, Call of Duty's retail boxes look identical, except for the uh, Series X logo in the top right corner of the box, which is like, mom's not gonna see that, you know, so it's yeah. the same words in a different order. Yeah. Yeah, um, so I just want to, I, I think we should have the conversation since, you know, three of us are parents and we have a lot of parents mm-hmm. that listen to this show. Is our th- third party partners not participating in smart delivery going to confuse people, especially on Xbox, because it's literally the same exact box? I mean, it's the same green, at least at least PlayStation put a white strip instead of a blue strip on their boxes, right? That's going to differentiate itself. But on the Xbox, on the Xbox boxes, it literally just says Xbox on the binding. Uh, I know the Xbox One boxes say Xbox One, and then the other mm-hmm. boxes just say Xbox. But like, I don't know. It, mm-hmm. it this this Call of Duty box is just mind-boggling of how similar it is. So, 
part of it is like part of the good news to that is that it doesn't entirely matter because you'll be able to play the game either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But something that annoys me, specifically with Call of Duty, is that can I buy a Call of Duty right now that is only for the Series S and X? I can't. Mm-mm. So, mm-hmm. like, I get it. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I understand kind of what's going on here. But at the same time, like... I don't. I know that I'm getting a launch Xbox Series X. I do not need the backwards compatible version or like the the previous gen version. Mm-hmm. So this ten dollars that I'm paying extra, and I've paid the extra money. So fuck me, right? But like, <laughs> they there's there's not an option for me just to get the version for my for my next gen console and say like you know what. Since you're not doing, you're not participating in smart delivery and this cross generational thing. Like, I don't need the previous one. What about what about those people? What if what if the Xbox Series S or X is your first console? Then you have mm-hmm. to spend sixty to seventy dollars on a game because they don't have a version, or or do they? Like, I don't. That's the part that's so confusing. The boxes look so similar that you don't know which one you're buying, and. I don't think there's a version that just lets me buy the the current gen version that I've seen yeah. at least, and I, I've yeah. tweeted at them, and to my surprise, they did not respond to the to the one person that tweeted out pissed off and still bought the game. Uh, but like, I don't know. I don't think it's good. I I like the concept of it being like as easy, like you know, um, or like you know, like not making it too complicated or anything like that. But I do think that people are going to buy the wrong version. I don't know if they'll notice, to be honest. But I do think it's going to confuse people. And I do think there's going to be some very nerdy kids that are upset when they have to return it. And then probably even them going and trying to find the right version will be difficult. Because it was hard for me to, to, to tell the difference. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to tell and, and And with it being so close to the the you know the next gen console release like yeah i i just think that they they should have did you know a better job you know like because like i mean you know like we look at uh grand theft auto 5 you know like that came out and then there was a you know a next gen version of that you know and now and now it's going to be moving forward again but i feel like there was a, a large enough distance between when that game came out and when the next console came out whereas what with this it's like only week like what like days apart not even days apart so yeah uh, part of the issue i think here is that so many games are coming forward and are going to have next gen versions and whether they choose to use the marketing term smart delivery or not is I won't say irrelevant, but there's really only a couple of outlying cases here of games that aren't using that, where or you have to pay extra for it. So like mm-hmm. 2K and Call of Duty, two of our biggest sellers year in and year out, are not supporting it. Um, I really think that those are going to be the two major ones you're going to see not supported even next year. Like I, Matt, if Madden even supports it, if even EA is on board with this, I, I don't think that. 
any other major games are going to do this. Like a lot of games coming out in 2021 have already been confirmed. So, you know, you're going to get free next gen upgrades on this. Like they'll be even charging for it. Uh, Ubisoft is doing that with all of their games. Like just buy one, one disc. It works on both. I like, I like that. I mean, even mm-hmm. PS4 versions, like if you're buying the PS4 version, you'll still get that free upgrade. Like the console will recognize that you're playing the PS4 one. And it'll give you the PS5 version. Like, cool. The fact that call of duty and 2K aren't doing this though. It's one. It is going to confuse the consumer, and I like. I hate to sound so cynical, but I think that's part of the goal here, mm-hmm. is to confuse yeah. the consumer so that they just get frustrated enough. Because it's still gonna. Here's the thing. It's still going to work. It's still gonna yeah. work on your next gen console, but you won't get those fan- that you might not get that fancy 60 FPS mode if you're playing Call of Duty. It's 120. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. 120 for Call of Duty. I'm mainly talking about 2K because I think that's the more egregious one. You have to pay a hundred dollars to get the Series X or PS5 version for that game. Um, there simply is not going to be a cross-gen version of it unless you pay for the like Gold Mamba or whatever they're calling it this year. Um, Mamba the uh, the Kobe Mamba died forever. version. <laughs> the Kobe died yeah. version. Oof, oof. Anyways, I it's... mean that's basically what they should be calling it. Like they're not trying to hide it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know that's it's, morbid, but it's it's bad though. Like, I think that you do doing that. Like, it is, it equates out to greed. They're hoping that you know parents don't understand or and are or are too lazy to take the game back. Like, the kid won't realize it until their friend says something, and then they're like, "Oh shit, we're outside the thirty day return window, or we've already taken it out of the cellophane. We can't return it now. Guess we got to go buy the game again, or we got to buy it digitally for you." Like, it's. If you go digital with buying these, it's not a problem because you're forced into buying the one for your console. If you're mm-hmm. buying it on the console. That's true. That's true. If you're but buying no, it on the console, that, will that it's even still work? confusing if you're doing it from Xbox One. But if, you're no, Xbox. If, you're, if you're doing it on a Series X, you can still buy the previous generation version. Of those? Are you, uh, yeah, of, because of the, all of the stores are the same. Mm-hmm. The stores are the same. Now that is some great that that one is one hundred and ten percent Microsoft's fault. You that should not be a thing. Like there should be something in the coding for those. Games I wonder. That I wonder if the, disables them being shown. I wonder if the store page will automatically like shift you towards the next generation one. So that, and you that's have to my make, thinking and have to make the already, choice. Well, because they've already said that your console is going to detect what you are playing on and it will give you the version for that console i have to imagine that the digital store is going to do something along those lines yeah they have to right like i mean i think we we don't know again like it really comes down to these two games like at the end of the day it comes down to call of duty it comes down to 2k games that are going to sell a billion copies no matter what shitty practices they do Mm -hmm. well and how much of that though right now is just because like the console is technically people have that console and are playing it but but they've they've kind of just had to have it more doing the the xbox you know one store for right now until the actual full release happens i mean it's it's very possible that something like that is going on right now too and it will be that you can just buy only the the that console's game when it comes to the actual Full release. That's that's the logical solution for me, but again, I don't think 2K and Activision are able to update their listings on their own. Like Microsoft mm-hmm. would have to actually step in and say, "No, you can't list it like that." And they've yeah. already said that they're not going to mandate 
they're not going to force you to they don't want let me find the right 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 way to phrase this they don't want you to charge for the next gen update so what call of duty and what 2k and what control did is they made a definitive version of the game pretty much right off the bat and threw it into that and said well you have to buy the mamba forever or you have to buy control game of the year edition with all the dlc for next gen even if you already bought the game you have these are some egregious examples, and thank God, thank God companies like Ubisoft are not doing this, because that's another company I could see being like, well, unless you buy the Gold Steelbook edition, it's not going to work on next gen. So, the, and I, I, I speak specifically to Call of Duty, because that's, mm-hmm. that's the one that affects me. Right. But there's, th- there's three versions you can buy. You can buy the current gen version for 60, the cross gen bundle for 70, or the gold war ultimate edition for 90. The problem that I have with it is, is that I see this as just their way of charging $70 for call of duty from here forward. Yes. I do not see an option where they don't charge you $70 after they know that people will pay it. And I mean, that Mm -hmm. that's, that's what the whole test was. Like when 2k did it, we were like, okay, 2k is doing it. That's one of the biggest games on the market, but Hey, that could be an outlier. Like if that could backfire very, it very well still could backfire on 2k. I want to make that really clear. It could still Mm -hmm. backfire. I don't think it will at this point, but it could call of duty though. Call of duty saying they're going to do that. That is the number one selling game for every year of the last decade. It is the, one of the best-selling franchises, if not the best behind Grand Theft Auto of all time. It is not... Them charging 70 is setting the new market standard. Right. Even Sony is charging 70 for some... For, like, Demon Souls is going to be $70 when it comes out. Mm-hmm. Destruction All-Stars was supposed to be $70 when it came out. Like, And probably still that, will be after it's free, right? I mean, like, that's like, like that, and that, that, that blows my fucking mind. Like, that you have these games doing it, and it's like, okay, I understand that game co- game development costs have skyrocketed. We ha- haven't had an increase in pricing since, ironically, Call of Duty 2 did it on the 360 at launch day. That was the first $60 title on 360. And now Call of Duty is setting the market again. Like, I I get why they're doing it, but it, it gets, comes back to it. It's, it's greed. It's absolute greed. It's not even like you can buy the Xbox One version and they have a version like they do with some of these... Uh, deluxe versions of games where, oh, you can spend an extra 5 or $10 down the line and get all the bonus content or, or something. You can't pay $10 to upgrade your license. It's No, nah, you gotta, you got to decide right now if you plan on playing this in the next year on a next-gen console. Correct. And in a, in a market, especially when you think about... We're in the middle and, of a pandemic. Well, I mean, all that aside, like, there are, I'm going to say kids out yeah. there that play Call of Duty that don't know if they're going to get an Xbox Series X, right. you can't just go to the store and buy one. So it's not like, right. oh, I want the next-gen version. I'm going to just get the next-gen version, which isn't even an option. You have to buy the bundle. But, like, you can't make that decision right now. Like, And you, there's kids out there that are going to want to play this game as soon as it comes out that then can't also make the decision knowing whether or not they're going to get one. It is... I don't know. It's just su- such a shitty position to be in. And you should have an upgrade option. Like, even if it's mm-hmm. $10 once you do it so you can pay for Even that they're getting the exact same amount of money. But I guarantee you that if someone buys the like the current-gen version for 60 then and they get an Xbox Series X and they want to upgrade, I guarantee you it's going to cost them another $70. Mm-hmm. 
it's just it's just it just feels it's a scumbag move the optics are so shitty there's not a yeah. there's not a way to spin this that feels like it's like an okay thing or a no. good thing to do i'm okay if you want to charge 70 dollars for the the xbox like series x version like i get it i i don't necessarily want that to happen but i understand but it better how. work on xbox one if i'm paying that 70 dollars this year yeah, and it and it can, but like I just don't yeah. like the fact that yeah. that's not there's not an option. It's not it's right. not that clear cut, and there's not a path yeah. to upgrade. And, and like what mm-hmm. you said about like what about all these kids? Because let's let's not kid ourselves. Teenagers and college kids are a huge, huge, huge source of Call of Duty's revenue. Yeah, they okay. kick my ass in the game every day. Yeah, I know. They, <laughs> they let me know it in hate mail every time that I play Warzone. Um, I've been told to get good an awful lot, so I just deleted the game altogether. But now you have a situation where if you, you buy this game, like let's let's say little let's little Johnny goes out and buys this. He convinces his mom to take him to buy his first M-rated video game on November twelfth when this game comes out. Well, little Johnny's mom doesn't know any better and has bought him uh, a PlayStation Five or a Series X for Christmas. And little Johnny goes to play it and realizes he's not getting advertised features that his other friends get because they saw into the future and decided to buy the cross-gen version. This is just, it's it's complete bullshit. And like, when it's something like 120 FPS in a competitive multiplayer game, that does deal. change the entire game. Yeah. Yes. It changes the whole thing. And I'm not I'm not going to pretend like it doesn't. I mean, like 60 FPS is going to change destiny compared to the people who are still going to be on 30 FPS mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. legacy consoles soon to be legacy consoles. That is like these are big deals. Why is it so hard for you to just say here you're spending five hundred dollars on a brand new box? Have the upgrade for free. Just know next year we're going to force you to choose, which would and, be fine because it would be like yeah. every other console ever. So, yeah. also, if I spend $100 on the NBA 2K21 Next Generation Mamba Forever Edition Bundle Pre-Order, mm-hmm. which is what it's titled, <laughs> it's do I step. still have fucking commercials when I'm playing that game? Yes, you do. Yep. Why? Because that's how the money, NBA money, works. Money, money. I, I tell you, I, I, I'm glad that I don't play sports games. For anybody listening, I don't play sports games. Dude, if NBA 2K was an EA's published title, they would be getting ripped every year. They, they, uh, to be fair, they do get ripped by their community. Not their community nearly as like much as, as Madden. No, because FIFA, they've though. only recently started getting this egregious. Ugh. But they've been getting ripped for like the... Uh, what is it? The uh, they they have something that's similar to Ultimate Team in that game. Yeah, they, micro, it's the my players transactions. It's the my players. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've been getting ripped for the microtransactions. Guess what version doesn't have that that I buy every year? The Switch version. All right. That's insane. I I honestly feel bad for anybody that's really into like NBA video games because that is. That's for, like, and you don't have a lot of options outside of that game. Nope. Well, what, what's your other option? The same with baseball. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, MLB the, the show. The football, like, MLB I mean, the show is coming to everything next year, right? So, yeah. Which that's which good. will yeah. be a big deal. Yeah. Because that like good for them. Because uh, yeah, I mean, it's still the same situation though that I'm not that I do not think is good is the whole like taking away all these 
these uh, these people's, uh, you know, like they don't have to compete with anyone, and therefore that's why the games have sucked for so many years. It just who, who do they need to be better than? No one. But so what do the, they care? It, You're gonna buy it anyways. But that's the shitty part, though. That like, and this might just be me, but when there's a game that I love and they do the right thing, I'm okay with spending more money on that game. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I spend what is it? I spend what is seventy dollars a year on Destiny. I buy a Destiny every year. Yeah, for all the content and stuff. But because they're they're a good company, and they're not like they, I can absolutely play that game without spending any money. Yeah, I'm okay with spending money when there's something in the Eververse or something it's, like that that's, yeah, that's it, there. It's it's not a gotcha game. It's yeah, correct. Correct. So, like, well, like the silver in that, and that's why I laughed. This is kind of a little side tangent, and I'll, I'll seed the floor after this. But I laugh so hard when I see people complain about the store, the Eververse store in Destiny. Because I'm like, have you guys literally ever played Madden, FIFA, 2K? Uh, have you have you booted up Genshin Impact at all? Like, it's it's bad. The microtransactions are out of control in some of these games. Like. It, it feels outright predatory. Like, the way that Fortnite is structured, you don't have to buy anything. But what kind of 10-year-old mm-hmm. kid is playing Fortnite not asking for skins every other weekend? Mm-hmm. Like, literally, like, or they're wanting to battle Especially back. now, because it's like the yeah. Marvel stuff. Oh, yeah, it's the Mar- Marvel shit. You've had Star Wars in there. You've had DC in there. Like, there's this whole metaverse. And, I mean, like... I bought even, Ghostbusters. Even <laughs> I've wanted to go play this to get some of these skins. And then I'm like, no, because I'm not going to fall into this trap. I don't play this game enough to justify this. Like, even Destiny, I sit there and wring my hands over the... I have, like, silver on me at all times. I got silver for my birthday back in June. And I've spent maybe 500 of that. Maybe. I, I don't spend cash if I can help it in these games. And yeah. I, I don't know. It's just there's a right way and a wrong way to do this. And I think a company that makes so much revenue in a year, like 2K does with NBA or like Activision does with Call of Duty, those are the companies that I feel like similar to how Ubisoft is doing it. Like they can afford to give you that next gen upgrade. Mm-hmm. You are seeing all these indies give it to you for free. If an indie that may only sell a hundred thousand copies of a game can give it to me for free, why can't you? Right. Why can't you? It's it's just it, it's it's greed, and that's that's my last that's my last word. It's greed. Yeah. Yeah. Like like I honestly think that the way the way Destiny does their stuff. Um, yeah, I've been like bummed about having to pay more money for an expansion just because I, you know, but I don't, that that's, it's on me though. I don't need to spend, you know, spend that if I don't think I'm actually going to get my money's worth out of it, you know, mm-hmm. but like when it comes down to it though, like, and, and I honestly think, I, I honestly think that what they do with Destiny is, is, a uh, an answer to another issue that that a lot of people are having and that's the uh the um you know all these these companies that are having to do the whole crunch stuff um i honestly think that like you know like when you go to see a movie in the theater you you pay like you can pay like around 20 bucks for a ticket to go see a movie and that's that you know 20 bucks gets you about you know 3 hours of entertainment 
like a video game like i i honestly think that like with a video game if you kind of look at it the same way as a movie like i think that when you spend 60 bucks for a game like the the people who are making that game should not have to do anything more than 10 to you know 10 to 12 hours of of gameplay in that in that game and if you want more than that then similar to how destiny is doing it they come out with expansions you know like i mean this is something that's existed for a long time on pc like and if we're gonna be kind of we're kind of moving more towards the pc kind of thing with these new you know next gen consoles um you know like that's why i think it's it's just so dumb that all these companies are trying to charge you for the next gen version of a game like when you buy a game for a pc it doesn't matter like if your specs are you know higher or whatever like that doesn't make you have to pay again for your you know if you make your your pc better you don't have to buy it again like so it's kind of like when you look at it that way, it's kind of stupid because these consoles are getting more and more like a PC where it's still technically the Xbox one, just more powerful and, you know, can do better things. It's, it's practically the same thing, you know, like it, why, why do we have to buy this game again when it's technically just playing it on a better, uh, a more powerful version of the old console. <laughs> like, it's the same exact console, basically, just more powerful. So, like, as we go more into the PC stuff, it just really, really makes this look It makes it look bad. Stupid. So yeah. it, it, uh, It's also worse that, like, Activision is doing it. Yeah. It's... <laughs> well. <laughs> Short of the well, there, I have a lot of I have a lot of ten dollars out of my pocket. Like, come on! I have a lot of beef with Activision. Like, like first off, like, don't give me this hybrid server bullshit. You there, there should be no such thing. There should be no such thing as if unless you live in a big city, you you basically have someone hosting the game. Like, I do not. I hate that makes me so mad that like I can go into games and and have someone, you know, someone in the game is hosting it and it's so apparent because they're the only person with 40 kills and, you know, only 3 deaths. You know, like that like the the it's just like I can tell that I am not on an actual server that's running the game and, you know, I just wish that they would just update their servers, make it so you never have to worry about someone hosting a game again because it's it's just stupid how how much of an unfair advantage the person who's hosting those games gets. And like they're, you know, like super rich. They can them of all people can afford to have like legit servers everywhere. You know, like it, it's it's lame. Yeah. It's uh I don't know. Next gen is uh, it. It feels weird just because like we've literally been doing this for our entire life, and now that there there's the possibility of games working cross platform and stuff, especially with the rise of digital, it's just like 
don't know. It seems weird, but I, we've been doing this our entire lives. Like, I, I don't know. Well, and it's and it's not like it's not like cross like cross platform or backwards compatibility is a new thing, right? Yeah. So it's like they've already had how much time that they've been, you know, like this has been a thing yeah. for a long time now. Like, yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, we're gonna we're gonna move on. Our, the last little thing that we're gonna talk about is uh, Ubisoft delaying a couple of their games, which is probably smart since like their entire slate of <laughs> libraries coming out this next what four yeah. months. Uh, Far Cry Six and Rainbow Six uh, Quarantine have been delayed to quote past March twenty twenty one. So uh, this prob- should surprise nobody. Yeah, I wasn't surprised yeah. either. Not not a single person should be surprised. When they announced Far Cry 6 is coming out in February, I was like, huh, that's really soon. And then as we got closer and they were maintaining that was the day, I was like, huh, that's really soon. We still haven't seen any true gameplay from this. We've gotten one cinematic trailer. And so, yeah, that getting delayed, like, okay. Cool. I mean, we haven't seen Rainbow Six Quarantine either since that, like, what, original no. showing, right? Cool. Like- I was it even shown? I genuinely can't it, remember. It was a trailer. It was like a cinematic trailer. Uh, yeah. It wasn't like yeah. gameplay or anything. So, um, and like quarantine, I can't imagine why you'd be pushing that when Siege is making you so damn much money. Well, that's the thing. Is it literally was a game, uh, um, gameplay style in Siege? Like that's it was. It it technically already existed in Siege. And now they just want to make it its own thing. Like, why Why aren't you just continuing to have it and be an expansion of Siege so you can, you know, not only now are more people going to go back to Siege because you've got this new game stuff that you've added to it. Like, you know, the, now people are going to maybe want to buy the the next, the, the new year season for the the new, you know, characters and all that stuff. Like, I don't know. Like, to me, to me, this kind of has seemed a little skeezy since the beginning with all with this game. Like, I just I just don't know why they're not rolling it into Siege. Like, that's where it started in the first place. Like, and, you know, like when I when I bought Siege and every and if you buy the character, you know, seasons every year for the new characters. There's, there's no like, you know, uh, campaign mode in that game. Like it's all, you know, online multiplayer, for the yeah. most part. I mean, there are some things you can do, like little, like objective things that are just kind of like teaching you how to play the game. But, but it's like. I don't know. I just I just think that the right thing to do would have been to just make this part of Siege and and you know like to and like the people who bought the game early on like they get like get that for like a like way cheaper or something like you know reward the people who have stuck tons of time and money into your game. You know, give them something more. You know, I, I don't know. I just, I, I just, it's just been really weird with the, with that thing. I've kind of had a love hate relationship with the idea of that game since the beginning. 
like part of me is like kind of like uh you know curious and i i'd like to see more about it and stuff but at the same time i don't like that they're kind of seemingly making it a standalone thing yeah you know so <sighs> well do we want to move into questions yep yeah yeah awesome because we have a lot of them we have we have well we have three it's kind of a lot. It's a lot for us. So, <laughs> if you wanna, if you wanna write us in a question, you can follow us on Twitter at ArsenalXPodcast or email us at ArsenalXPodcast at gmail Just like Sean Kenneman did, he says, "Howdy, crew! First time, short time. The show is great, and I totally think that you have what it takes to be a great Xbox group." Your openness on feedback last week really solidified my fandom of you guys, and I really hope you consider that Patreon at some point. Well, thanks. We we might at some point. Uh, my question is, what Xbox franchise do you think has the potential to be a God of War slash Last of Us type knockout for the brand? Thanks for all you do. Hmm. Any thoughts? I was... I think, well, I'm going to go first since since I'm already, mm-hmm. since I'm already talking. Uh, <laughs> I think if they put a AAA budget behind Hellblade this time around, I think they yeah. could do that because I feel like even on a smaller budget, that game had an impact that I don't think anybody was thinking it was going to have. Um, but I think if they want to reach reach a level that God of War and the last of us and those types of games have hit, they're going to need some sort of triple a budget and a, you know, more than like a 20 person team that worked on Hellblade one. Um, but I, I think that that would be the franchise to do it, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, unfortunately like I'm, I'm in the same exact, I'm in the same exact boat as you like for me. Yeah. Hellblade Hellblade is just, it has, you know, it has that dark grittiness that, you know, that that God of War has, and it has like a really, really strong, uh, you know, character that, you know, I mean, for the most part, the whole entire game is just her. It's like it's about it's about her and battling her demons, and like, you know, like it's sometimes, you know, games benefit from from really only having one main character that they really focus on. Like, you know, like the Tomb Raider games, they have, you know, other characters and stuff that you kind of interact with. But for most of the game, it's really about you and, you know, like playing as Laura Croft as, you know, like her journey through what, you know, what she's doing. Yeah. Like, I, I think, I think, you know, like that ultimately, you know, like that and, even but even Halo is at this point. You, there's been so many different characters and people that you're playing as, you yeah. know, like it, like those games are built to be able to play, you know, like three people at a time. So like, yeah, I think I think really because of that, Hellblade is is definitely the one that really you know has the potential to be this really great single character you know, story driven thing that that with a big budget can, you know, do a lot of amazing things. Yeah. Uh Joe, Josh, any thoughts? 
Um, I don't think they have anything in their library right now. And I think that's part of the reason that they acquired Bethesda is that they don't have one of those properties themselves because they have, don't get me wrong. They have triple a franchises and we've discussed this before. Whereas Sony has the intimate first person experience or single player experiences nailed between God of war, the last of us uncharted, um, even extending out to games like bloodborne um, mm-hmm. and goes to Tsushima Xbox doesn't really have that, but they do nail it in multiplayer like halo outside of guardians has a fantastic story has a fantastic universe gears of war has a fantastic story and a fantastic universe great characters so i mean i think they achieve that in their own way like i i guess if i was asking this to another group i would be like well you know what can what could playstation do to have a multiplayer experience like halo or gears or something like that um but I really think your, your answer lies in whatever Arcane Studios does next. Um, whatever franchise or whatever new IP that they come up with. Not Deathloop, but whatever whatever the other Arcane Studios on Arcane Austin. Uh, they are not working on Deathloop, to my knowledge. Whatever new IP they're cooking up down there, I think, is your answer. That or whatever the initiative is making. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a new IP that we haven't seen yet. Because uh, their existing rotation... No, it's not going to happen with those. Um, the only one I could see it happening with what they've announced so far is like maybe Avowed, but that's not that kind of single-player, story-driven, like 15, 10 to 15-hour experience that y'all are looking for uh, in mm-hmm. this question, I don't think. So, yeah. Yeah, whatever the initiative for Arcane is doing is my answer. I would say I concur. I, I couldn't think of anything that mm-hmm. I know that's in development that would be close to the God of War, Last of Us, Uncharted-type territory of, like, a very cinematic, Mm -hmm. action-y... If they still had their second-party deal with Remedy going, I would think that that would be your answer. But they don't. Sorry to interject you. No, No, that's fine. I mean, that's all I had. I I could not think of anything that's, like, that Mm -hmm. I know that is in existence or an IP that's, like, around that would be like, oh, this is going to be close to that. I, th- I think that they are right now having those conversations. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I think that we are probably two E3s away from finding that answer to that. And I, I think like what they're working on, like Fable is not going to be that. It's going to be whimsical. No. It's going to be funny. It's going to be, you know, like have that Correct. Mm-hmm. charm, whatever. I think like, I think the, like what Microsoft outside of Bethesda owns that would like that has, even shown a glimpse of moving in that direction, I think was Gears Five story, but they're so far away from that that like, yep, you know, it would it's probably going to be like, if they do hit that, it's going to be two games from now. I I still think that the closest thing that you have in development right now that is imminent is whatever the initiative is working on. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game is rumored to be shown before. Well, not rumored. I mean, Matt Booty flat out said we'd see something from every Microsoft studio by the end of the year. And that's that and compulsion are really our main ones. We haven't seen something from yet. Mm-hmm. Um, compulsion is rumored to be working on a Bioshock style game um, in terms of its tone uh, and its ambitions. And then the initiative, I mean, that's what we heard at first was a new perfect dark. And now we're hearing like, Oh, it's a game that's set within that universe, but is not explicitly a sequel or anything. It just, it deals with the same world and it's kind of an evolution of it for our current age. Um, 
I think those two games could possibly hit that. But again, like we have to see even like a concept trailer, we'd have to see from those before we can safely say that. And like, I don't want to say like, oh, it has to be some hyper realistic game. It has to be grounded in reality or in the real world, you know, with or, you know, maybe like some fantasy elements taken into it, like The Last of Us or like Uncharted. But because, I mean, God of War throws that notion out the window, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I think you hit something with Hellblade. I think Hellblade could be that eventually. Uh, but I don't know mm-hmm. if it'll be Hellblade 2 or if it'll be whatever comes next. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I That's think... That's the thing. We don't know a whole lot about that even yet. Like, we've yeah. only, we, I've, you know, like... I've heard rumors going both ways that it's going to be more like the... It's going to be similar yeah. to the first game or it's going to be like... I've heard it being com- like just some things on other shows say it's going to be their horizon zero dawn i'm like i don't think they're going to go that so, far but no, i i like, haven't heard that i've heard that about Everwild. i haven't heard that about hellblade yeah. so i don't know I, I i truly think that the answer is it's something that we haven't seen yet mm-hmm. but hopefully we will within the next two months yeah, yeah. hopefully maybe on november 6th maybe <laughs> 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 oh man at I this love... point i almost hope nothing happens so that i just look like a complete doofus for even bringing that up man yeah we'll see we'll find out you know we'll see uh friend of show todd oxtra from secret friends love Unite. Todd. i love todd. love todd yeah writes in uh if you don't listen to secret friends unite or co-op mode you should definitely listen to secret friends unite and co-op mode uh great shows from from them uh what do you think uh, what games do you think will get a custom Series SX console uh, example? Halo. Uh, I think Halo is going to get one. I think every first single game. major first party game is going to get a custom console. For, Forza, Fallout, Starfield, Gears. God, Halo. give me a Gears one. Oh my gosh, I will. I will. There, shit been gold for a Gears, Gears console. Give me an Elder Scrolls one. Hmm. Yeah, I, I want an Elder Scrolls or a Fallout one. Frankly, like I'm, I know that I'm a weak man, and I'm like, ah, oh, I don't need a Halo console. But I know the second they show an Infinite one, I'm yeah, gonna go sell my Watch it. Day one and or sell Chelsea's Series S it, off to buy it. It depends um, on if it if it looks like the Halo Three console, I'm gonna pass. If it looks like the Halo Four console, like that, oh man, the Halo Four. 360 Slim is the looks, prettiest if, console if, if they've ever made. Like it's, if it looks like a Wi-Fi router like the PS5, I'm in. <laughs> That's what it takes for me to get to buy a Halo 5 or a Halo Infinite console, I think, at this point. But yeah, Halo Gear, Halo and Gears are easy ones. Uh, I would say... I don't know if Starfield will, because we don't know like how Starfield is going to work out yet. Uh, it, for me, the Starfield console kind of depends on when that deal gets finalized. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I can see it. I can see it very easily happening, being just like space themed. I oh, well, yeah. I mean, so in that regard, I could see it. Like, I just, I guess, I'm more focusing on like actual, like, customly designed units, like we've come to expect from Gears and Halo over the years. I don't mm-hmm. think we'll get one that's quite that elaborate. Even with Infinite, I don't think we're going to get that right off the bat. I think we'll I see think, a Destiny one. I was about to ask the same thing. Um. Give me an Xbox Series X that looks like the Dreadnought when the Witch Queen comes out. Yeah, Corey and I have speculated about this before on Tower Casuals. I do not... If if there is not a Halo Infinite console, I could see the Witch Queen being the first one that they do as a custom console, a la 
the white PS4 and then the Destiny Taken King console. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think there was a Destiny 2 one that came out as well there with was. the launch. Um, I could see them doing one for the Witch Queen, but I think that the more likely one is that they do one for Lightfall. God, that white, just that white with some black trim would yep. be like... Yep. Hmm. Um, I could see them doing either one. Like The Witch Queen is realistically the, the earliest I would expect to see an alternate console and i mean it would be hilarious if it was just uh, a white series x and a black uh series s that would be hilarious to me it'd be awesome uh, but <laughs> i mean even if you did that just with like like the i don't know like on the two on like the three sides you had like the you had like the uh the guardian symbol or like the uh the tower symbol you had like the gambit symbol and like maybe like sabathun's insignia on the front or something yeah Yeah, i could see that really cool um but as far as first party consoles go i think definitely elder scrolls but uh elder scrolls fallout halo gears uh if there's not a fable one i would laugh if they really push the initiatives game next fall when it comes out i could see them getting Mm -hmm. one that's yeah. the only reason why I think we might not see a Starfield one is I think that they're gonna I think they're gonna push a uh, futuristic looking console for um, whatever the initiative is working on. By the way, speaking of what the game the initiative work is is working on, if it's first of all if it's uh if it's if it's something in the Perfect Dark universe, uh, I could I could see like this really. Got because like I I booted up for some reason I booted up Perfect Dark Zero Oof. last week because I was just flying through some backwards compatible games just being like oh, yeah 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 neat uh-huh. this and Banjo Kazooie by the way man I anyways I booted up Perfect Dark and just like the the just the gaudiness of the purples and the oranges and the greens in that universe I could see I could see a I could see a Series X with that color scheme and just being like mm. the worst thing to look at, but people going nuts over it, you know? Yeah. This the Series S will the Series S version will just be a laptop gun. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. I, I, yeah. I would buy. Uh, <laughs> all right, our last question comes from Cody Jacobs. He says, "Hello, Axers." Uh, really enjoyed last week's episode. What would a great license game for Xbox to take on the way PlayStation took on Spider-Man? Okay, I, I'll go last because my answer is always the same when this pops up, and I just want one of these really bad. So, Josh, you 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 yep. got really excited. My answer every single time this question comes up. I have been asked this so many times since Spider-Man got announced for PS4. And my answer has never wavered. Knights of the Old Republic 3. You cowards. Do it. It is an Xbox exclusive game from the original Xbox. It only ever came to Xbox and PC. I don't count the iPhone ports that have come out recently. Do it. That is a system mover. If you can get Bioware and EA to agree to maybe co-develop it with Obsidian, I maintain I maintain this is the secret Obsidian project, even though I know I'm wrong. This is this has been my prediction for like three threes in a row that they're going to walk out and you're just going to hear the like the Star Wars intro theme. Like you're you're you're, you're going to hear uh, 
whatever uh, binary sunset playing the, the lights are going to come down it's to say a long time ago in a galaxy far far away and you're just, you're going to see revan's mask just come across the screen the crowd goes wild goes absolutely bonkers at the would, mention of this game i would love a modern knights old republic like so, even if it's just a remake then you of the announce, first game. then you announce that you are remaking one and two as an hd remaster and it will come out uh, like Knights of the Republic 3 is two years away. This is going to come out in between. Boom. That's it. People go out. They buy consoles for that. Uh, by the way, they, I just bought. It, I just, that is your Spider-Man effect right there. I just bought Knights of the Republic 1 and 2 for like less than $8 digitally. Even though I have them both <laughs> physically, I just I had to have them. They digitally. gave them away at Star Wars Celebration last year when I went to the Jedi Fallen Order reveal. Yeah. <laughs> They came out on stage and they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, if you have Xbox, uh, you guys should sign into your Xbox Live accounts because we're giving everybody uh, a f- we're giving everybody like three free months of, of Xbox Live gold, uh, the nice little Republic games. And there was something else that you got, too. I forget what it was, but it was like, hey, yeah, I like free shit. Give it to me. Yeah, I think it was like five dollars credit to the store or something I'm like, yeah, hey, 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 I like this. I like uh, this. Thanks. I would I would love Knights of the Republic to come back at some point. That's your yeah. Republic is that that is like that's like my wet dream request. Uh, <laughs> my my more realistic my more realistic one. Um, I I still think that whatever Rocksteady was working on before they went to Suicide Squad was going to be a DC game that was going to be exclusive to Xbox. Um, I think that I think the Superman game that they were developing was intended to be exclusive, um, at the very least for like a year. Um, I don't know if that would have helped them, but. At the same time, it's like Spider-Man is an exclusive game, so I think like almost any property in the world is kind of up for grabs. Uh-huh. Like, so that's that's why I say like, like I've heard people whenever I've said Kotor three before they've gone, oh no, that's Star Wars, like that's untouchable, like there'd be riots in the streets if Kotor is exclusive. It's like no, it never ever came to anything else. Yeah, Knights of the Republic one and two were exclusive games. Microsoft now owns one of those studios and they are very closely aligned with ea now yeah and they do the marketing on like all literally all of bioware's games they get the marketing rights to even after they went to ea it was a bethesda style situation where those games still ran the best on xbox Mm -hmm. come on let's do it ea just get ea and disney please give your blessing to obsidian to work on this oh my god (laughs) do it (laughs) give it to them or give it to in in exile give it to somebody i don't even care if you have to have like co-published by ea and microsoft do whatever you have to do bill get it done the people want it you will sell so many subscriptions so many consoles and i would get a knights of the old republic themed series x out of this (laughs) i will give you so much money if you confirm this bill (laughs) I don't want to sound desperate, but I've been waiting. I think that that's that train is I have been waiting sixteen years for a real follow up. And no, the old Republic MMO does not count. That does not count as a follow up. Abandon, come out and announce you're abandoning that game, and that Kotor Three is a real thing. That these games are canon in the universe. Revan's already canon, and just go ahead and go the full distance. I don't. I don't think I want to talk after that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I thought I had a good answer. I thought about it. What's your good answer? What's your good answer, Joe? 
I want to see Playground work on a ghostwriter that stop that has the Robbie Reyes story. Okay. Of ghostwriter. Yeah. Because yep. he drives yep. the Dodge yep. Charger. Yep. Yep. There's a portal yep. to hell in his trunk that lets him fast travel places. I I feel like Playground doing the Forza treatment of all like the vehicle type stuff in a little bit more of an oh, open world. Customize your charger. Yeah. Oh. You can have like a whole upgrade path of like what like abilities you get and stuff like that. Um I feel like that could if you make that a like a darker game. So like a think about like a Grand Theft Auto but like not not as like cheeky as it is most of the time. I would love to be able to do that as like a in like a superhero world where you have all those abilities, but it has to be the Robbie Reyes version. Yes. And not the uh not like Johnny Blaze. Correct. Not the Nicolas not Cage version. You could you could have a Nicolas Cage <laughs> skin, sure, as like a downloadable extra thing or whatever unlockable thing, but I feel like that would be a good pairing. That's ignoring any licensing issues, but it's also like an underrated comic book that I feel yep. like no one would be squabbling over. I, I'm going to let everybody else go. I You saying Ghost Rider had something else pop into my mind. What, Black Panther? No, although oh. Black Panther would be sweet. Uh, I mm. talked about this with Ray Apollo for a long time, and it was another one that I was really riding hard when people were like, Xbox needs story-driven games. Give me a Daredevil game made by Ninja by Team Ninja. Mm. Give me Team Ninja, the Ninja Gaiden devs, on a Daredevil title. Open world, Hell's Kitchen, Daredevil. I don't know how you make that work. Just somebody take it and run with it. Make it happen. Yeah. These are things that are purely hypothetical anyways. Can you imagine how hype it would be to get a good Daredevil game? Like, I feel like that, if done right, the combat can be on the level of Batman Arkham. 100%. Talk I, used, I used to say, like, hypothetically, give it to Rocksteady, but, you know, that's never going to happen. But give it to a studio like Rocksteady. Jesse, if you take mine, I'm going to stop. Arcane. No. Daredevil from Arcane Studios. There you go. Free idea. Saying, Phil Spencer, saying, I, I know you're listening, baby. Speaking of, of uh, you know... IP or or you know like properties that have never had anything great <laughs> for a long time. I would love to see them get do a spawn game like an actual legit spawn game that would like I mean like legit like compete with you know uh with uh, God of War kind of like big like very very ambitious you know, game that's kind of like do, you know, do like a lot of, they could ultimately do a lot of the things like, you know, what kind of what God of War does. But, you know, like, I mean, the characters that he fights and stuff aren't quite as massive or whatever, but, but they could, they could have that whole like, you know, really, really good story driven because like, you know, the thing is as a spawn fan, like, I we have not gotten much of anything. The last great spawn thing was probably the animated series on on HBO, you know. So, I mean, 
yeah, I like Spawn is such an amazing uh, comic, and like it's it's just such a crazy, amazing story. And I just really, really have been wanting something good done with that that <laughs> that you know character and world for a long, long time. Um, you know, like it would you know I, it would be compatible or compete with even like the Batman games. You know, like it, it it would have a lot you know some similarities to that in a lot of ways as well. But um. Like for me, though, what what would make the uh, Spawn game stand out from a lot of that stuff is just the crazy, just weird ass like characters and and things like that that are just you know like very unique to that that story and that that uh, IP. And I just man, I just really want. Did I say that I really want something good done with the Spawn <laughs> characters? <laughs> Uh, I just, yeah, like, it would just be that dark, gritty thing that I, like I said, I honestly think if the money was put into it, it, it could compete with, like, something like God of War, or, you know, it just would yeah. be one of those things that they, they fill one of those things they need anyways. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if mine's as good as anybody else's, but the game I've wanted for such a long time... Jesse, we've had this discussion on this show before, before, mm-hmm. you know, the before times, the long, yeah. long ago. Uh, I really want a Ninja Turtles game, like a dark, gritty, kind of yeah. open Ninja Turtles game in the vein of that first movie, like the very, yep. very first movie. And like, you can go through and kind of like customize your turtles and whatever you can do, whatever you want with them. But like, just make like a semi open world ish with like sewers that are you have like a maze in the sewers as well as on top of the streets and you know it could it could be drop in drop out co op if you want it doesn't matter but this you know you go on missions to take out some because like the rogues gallery of Ninja Turtle villains is so deep you know yeah. and, mm-hmm. and yep. ridiculous and yeah you can go into other dimensions and you know fight Krang and Shredder and you know Slash and Metalhead and you know mm-hmm. Leatherface and Rat King and the the pizza aliens like you could do whatever you want with that franchise. It's just ugh, that's what I want really. Yeah, bad. I don't know who would yeah. develop it. Uh, I, re- I I mean I really don't know who would develop it, but it's just something that I really really want really bad. I'd so. I'd say uh, people who do Hellblade like honestly. Yeah, I was thinking that. Like, but I don't know how I would theory. want the combat. I guess they could do like the DMC style combat would be fun. But how do you design a, a world around that combat? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, like we've said, anytime we talk about this, I mean, really what, what made that, that thing like seem like a, like get a better vision of how it could be is just like go, Look at the the skins for Injustice Two, like of the turtles. Those are such perfect, perfect looking turtles in that game. And like that, just any time that I would play that, or we see, we would see the news about that happening, is like, oh man, I I just want this game. I know. I want a game based around these. 
I mean, I I think I would want the combat more like Arkham and less like yeah. DMC. You know, I, yeah. I, I just feel like the characters are heavier than than that, and you need to be stealthy, kind of like Batman in some areas. And you know, yeah. I mean, it would it would almost be an Arkham game, but with the turtles. But as long as I get that big ridiculous van to drive around the city, that'd be awesome. So, <laughs> well, yeah. and I the blimp. and I do yeah. The blimp. Oh man, give me yeah, that blimp. Yeah. Don't give me well, that. Well, and blimp. I do and I do think that I like I would want like I would want like the um like Perry style kind of like fighting. Like almost mm-hmm. similar to like Sekiro, but not quite as like difficult you know, without the without the yeah, like not yeah, not quite that kind of difficulty, but like I want it to feel like a legit like samurai or ninja like game, but yeah. have the you know have the turtles like make it like make it a not just feel like a kid's game you know mm-hmm. like even with it looking dark and gritty, and then still having like a almost kids kind of feel to it. I want it to actually feel like a legit adult for adults you know like turtles game yeah but not make it super difficult you know just for the sake of doing it you know yeah all right gentlemen i think we're gonna wrap this episode up we've been going for a while and having some fun <laughs> uh, i want to thank everybody for watching and or listening uh you can catch the show every sunday night live on twitch uh like I said, this is our last show on the Boss Rush Games live feed, but you can head on over to twitch.tv slash podcast to watch this and Tower Casuals live, as well as some streams, group streams, fun streams, friend streams, stream streams. So Don't cross the streams. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> uh, uh, you can catch the show on podcast services every Tuesday if you can't join us live. Uh, you can find it on your podcast service of choice. Remember to like, subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you consume the show. Those ratings on Apple Podcasts and Spotify really help with discoverability. I want to thank everybody who has done that. We did. Hold on. We did get one rating this week on 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 Apple Podcasts. I liked it. I don't know. Hold on. I got to find it. Got to find it. Uh, do 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 Filling time with the song while I find our podcast rating. All right, here we go. Maybe is it loading? It's loading. So, this person, are you ready for this? I'm very, very interested. It says, uh, this is from Podag 2.0. It's not one of you, is it? Because I'd be very sad if it was. It says, my favorite <laughs> Xbox podcast, five stars. Nice. That's it. Yep, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's the rating. <laughs> so, <laughs> with that said, Jesse, where can we find you? You can find me almost everywhere as Phantom NXS. Joe. Colonel Panic, check the show notes. I'm uh, Twitter mostly. <laughs> and I'm also going to I'm going to start streaming again, I think regularly, if not this week next week. So, I'm also on Twitch. Josh. Same name. Every single week, 
I look forward to when Joe tells us to check the show notes. I know. <laughs> oh, God. I, there's Every a moment of dread moment. I have right before it happens. We need a meme of that. We just need it. We just need that. <laughs> oh, Joe, just like thumbs up. Check the show notes. Uh, um, <laughs> you, you can find me on uh, Twitter at, at Josh underscore Finn with two N's. As always, uh, the constant paranoia over our pre-orders is finally reaching like its fever fever peak. If Microsoft doesn't charge me in the next day or two, I might actually have a meltdown on Twitter. So you guys can tune in because by the time you're listening to this, it'll be Tuesday. So uh, check back on my feed on Wednesday or Thursday to see if I'm having an emotionally unstable meltdown over this. Well, uh, you'll also be able to check me out on November 10th, uh, starting that presumably that morning, fingers crossed, I get my console. Uh, you'll be able to check me out on twitch.tv slash Josh underscore film. Uh, you can find me at I am Corey and HD on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me at Corey and HD on Twitch. Uh, you can find me on Tower Casuals as well with Josh and occasionally Joe. Uh, so you can, you can check that out too. Check out our new YouTube channel, Arsenal X. It's also in the show notes. There's a lot to check out in the show notes this week, gentlemen. So Very and important. ladies and other. So I want to thank everybody so much for watching and or listening. Until next time, we love you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.